0: Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose.
1: Welcome everybody to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and today you're probably wondering, oh, who else are you going to bring on? Um, That is my very own producer, Bruce Solston. Hi, Bruce.
2: Hi, Maddie. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
2: Oh, good, good, good.
1: That's good. All right, Bruce. Well, I wanted to take you on the show and sit down and talk with everything about you you asked me today like what are we going to be talking about the answer is everything because you've done everything <laughs> and um i think rio said this before i don't know if it was quite on my show or if not but you're a mythical creature of some sort so uh, okay um, sure why not let's go uh, we're, so
2: we're going to try and uh, get at the mystery
1: sure we'll, we'll roll with that for okay. sure we'll okay, s- okay so tell me about yourself bruce
2: <laughs> okay where do you want to start Tell me about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of retired. Sort of. Yeah, uh, my mother said, "Don't retire because you get busy in your busier in your retirement than you've than you are ever in your work world, work life." But I retired, and I it's actually true. I've been busier now than um, when I was actually working for a living. Mm. I've done a number of different things over the last. 60-some-odd years, um, and still haven't really figured out what I want to be when I grow up.
1: Well, you know, it's okay. That's what life's about sometimes. Sometimes
2: it is. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: what life is about sometimes, is trying different things and figuring out what your purpose is, and I think you've found your purpose, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right?
3: <laughs>
2: well, I'm certainly enjoying working with uh, with Kidstar, and, with, um, and uh, I guess I got to know Perry about Five six years ago, mm-hmm. uh, when we were working on another project or a different project, mm-hmm. and uh, then mm, two years ago, I said, "Okay, I can I can help you with the uh, the kids' star thing on the weekends." You know, volunteer a few hours here and there, and and one thing has led to another, and uh, and I have to say that I've I've never been involved with such an eclectic organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pretty much do work. Any angle of it that you want to. I mean, I've been, I've been involved with very small organizations, very small companies. Had my own company for a while.
1: See, another thing that you've done. <laughs> I
2: didn't tell you that.
1: No, not at all. <laughs>
2: um, but then also working with uh, what I call behemoth companies. Oh. Um, you know, with thirty and forty and a hundred thousand employees um so kind of experienced mm-hmm. um a little bit of a little bit of all of them and gathered things from every one of them every one of those experiences there's been something um that that I've enjoyed mm-hmm. uh there have been things that I haven't enjoyed and that's okay
1: yeah well, that's exciting, though, that you got to do so much stuff and you know experience so much and now take that with you. Um, you want to know something? What's that when you first started coming to Kidstar? I well, yeah, because I've been with the, the station for four years and you came around in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. About, yeah, two, about years. two years in, yeah, yeah I was about two years in, maybe like nearing that, and I was kind of scared of you. <laughs> I don't know why, though. I don't know why, maybe just like new people, new faces, and stuff, and I was I just gotta, like. Are you producing my show today? <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you know, and growly face or yeah. something. I no,
1: you're know. a nice person, though. We have a lot of fun, and you—you you know what? I give Bruce a lot of credit. Thank you, Bruce, for dealing with me all these years. Because, um, even for example, let's just use this. Last week, or no, it was this week actually on Wednesday. Um, I wanted to record an essay. For myself, because it was part of like the essay contest, you know, uh, how there's yeah. the instructions say sometimes to do, you just got to do crazy stuff to get scholarship money. Yes. <laughs> and um, thinking that we work in a radio station, it's like, okay, well, this is the perfect scholarship because it's kind of...
2: You can sit of, down yeah, and do it. Yeah, it
1: kind of fits together, right? And so I was like, all right, I'll do this for the second year in a row. And I was like, okay, Bruce, it's time to do this, just like out of nowhere. And you're like, okay, you didn't think it was going to take like three hours, but...
2: Oh, it wasn't that long.
1: Okay, it wasn't that long. It was about two hours. Okay. Yeah, it was about two. Was hours. Was it two hours? Yeah,
2: didn't seem like it.
1: Probably not. But you, then again, you were kind of busy with just well, there were, multitasking. There
2: were, uh, and I'm not good at multitasking. But there, there were a number of things going on that day that uh, that I didn't didn't allow me to focus on mm-hmm. on the uh, on the project at hand. But that's the uh, that's the second one of those essay things that mm-hmm. that you've done that and. Is true. Um, uh, the difference in my mind between the first and the second was just absolutely huge. You've mm-hmm. developed um, your your communication skills have developed mm-hmm. tremendously. Yes.
3: In that, mm-hmm.
2: uh, what would that have been in, a year ago? I suppose would have been, would have been the one before, right?
1: Mm-hmm. We just keep growing, Bruce. Yeah, keep growing. Yeah. And then before I know it, I'll graduate, and it's like, ah, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. You know, what,
2: what are we going to do when you graduate? And I'll still
1: just, be around. And hey, I'll be in broadcast journalism school so I can take what I learn and bring it to the station and then educate people, you know. So it works out perfectly. We'll
2: get your internship at the radio station and then uh, uh, just sort of keep you around for another four years anyway. Yeah, why not?
1: That sounds good for me. So Bruce, talking about everything that you've done and all the experience that you have and all the knowledge that you have, um, what would you consider your favorite job that you've ever encountered, had, done, (laughs)
2: Um, if you can call this kid star thing a job, that's definitely. I mean, it. It. I saved it for last. It's the uh, uh, most energizing, most entertaining thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Entertaining. Uh,
2: in, 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 on a number of different levels. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: exactly. <laughs>
2: um, but it's certainly the the um, the thing that I enjoy the most, or of all of the. I, well, you know, I've I've enjoyed. Everything that I've done, I've enjoyed. I call myself an experienced junkie. Mm. Um, nice
4: and term.
2: It, well, it, it um, I will I would venture into almost any job, any career, any um, anything, anywhere, just to just for the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people like food. Some, well, I like food too, but that's another Me story too. entirely. Me too. Um, but some people like food. Some people like wine. Some people like uh, music. Some I just like experience. That's that's what mm-hmm. um, that's what energizes me mm-hmm. uh, when I'm when I'm doing a thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and again, coming back to the the kid star thing, the the, the experience is so broad when you consider that we're um, uh, dealing with seven year old dinosaur. Um, Paleontologist kind of kids, so
1: cute. Mm-hmm. And
2: then on the other end of the spectrum, we're we're working relationships with very large companies mm-hmm. uh, like Microsoft and and um, the NFL, the Major League Baseball, uh, the, the uh, car dealerships. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's um, it, it 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 just it's such a broad uh, experience that uh, I haven't gotten tired of it yet.
1: No, that's good, Bruce. You know that that's one of the best things for you is when you find a job that you never work at. You have a lot of fun at because what other people consider work, we consider fun. Oh, and absolutely. you never work a day in your life.
2: Yeah, I I don't consider I don't consider this work.
1: Mhm. That's good. And I haven't gotten tired of radio for four years. People exactly. ask me like, "Why haven't you got tired of it?" I mean, this is what 133 shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 133 shows in, and they're like, "Man, we thought you'd be tired of it by now." And it's like, "Nope, we're still running." But
2: think about it: how many people have you talked to over the over the course of those 133 shows? And many. And, <laughs> and you've learned from uh, you. You've experienced every one of them, and and what they do, and what they're excited about, mm-hmm. and and um, what their talents are. and it, it, There isn't another job.
1: Mm-hmm. Job. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, air quotes.
1: Air quotes, job. <laughs> uh,
2: that will allow you to do that.
1: It's very true. Um,
2: I've, I've worked on the phone, you know, with major financial houses. Uh, you're tethered to a desk by, a, by a, a telephone cord, and you're pretty focused. You're pretty singular in mm-hmm. what you're doing. It it um, it, this is kind of polar opposite Mm -hmm. in a couple of different ways. Number one, I'm older than most of the kids that are working here. (laughs) Uh, You know, so there's that. uh, There's the young and the the multi generational aspect of the uh, Mm -hmm. of the program, and there's um, uh, the the the, uh, multiplicity. And again, I go back to the guests that you've you, uh, mm-hmm. you've had on your variety show, and it's a variety.
1: Oh, it is. I've had many, many, many different people of different walks of life come in and. Uh that clearly correlates with my show description so if you haven't ever heard hear my promo that's exactly why (laughs) no but seriously though yeah it's it's been a great experience so far and being able to look at all those people that i've talked to you're right they do give you new knowledge and um new connections new connections
2: connections. exactly
1: yeah that's perfect all right well with that being said let's go ahead and take a break keep it right here you're listening to the Thing game
0: We
1: don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. We're here back with Bruce, and we were just talking with Bruce about you know what it's like to have had so many jobs, so much knowledge, and now be with Kid Star and do truly what you love to do and work with people like me <laughs> and all the other crazy kids at the station.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Yes, and um, crazy
2: that, is a good word. Yes,
1: crazy is a good word, and it's positive in this. Oh sense. yeah, it's absolutely. Positive. Crazy absolutely. can be positive sometimes. It is in this sense. And then we kind of ended on the note of that. With being in KidStar and doing what we do, it's been so wonderful because we've been able to connect with a lot of people, get new knowledge, and just truly learn about not only ourselves, but about the people around us and all the possibilities.
2: I haven't told you about an email that I got this morning <gasps> from a couple of kids in Russia that want oh, no, to be it. part of of the organization.
3: Oh, that's so nice. I'm, I'm
2: talking with a couple of kids in Ethiopia,
3: oh, in the Ivory cool. Coast,
2: in Dubai, in Sweden, in, in England, <laughs> To, it's true truly becoming a global experience too
1: mm-hmm. hey that's what we envisioned we yeah, want that i like absolutely. it a lot see it's kind of like a a mini outlet for all of us kids from all different parts of the world to connect to something that we're all passionate about and again i always emphasize this too like it doesn't matter if it's entertainment sports um any topic what have you it's the fact that everybody just wants to have a voice and use it so sure that's the perfect that, part that, about that, it
2: that's what is the most interesting t- topic that you've encountered on your show maybe or on mm-hmm. one of the other shows can you think of one thing that is absolutely bizarre
1: um i don't know that's a really good question you're like interviewing me now i'm like woo
2: it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's okay i like this this is like a like a discussion slash chat session
2: <laughs> but but my my point is simply yeah. that 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 the subject matter of your show could be absolutely Any. anything
1: it's true i have to say though that probably the if i was looking into the realm of all four years of the fame game i'm making it in imaginary board of all of this right now i'm like doing it with my hands but you can't see it (laughs) no but out of the four years i think the most interesting topic or interesting guest that i've ever had i forgot her name it'll come back to me later in the day because i promise it will bug you or bug me um to like come up with it but it was the uh, carrot card reader's Or somebody like a psychic. That's the word, psychic. She was a psychic and she told me about all my guardian angels and told me um, basically not a a flat out like what's going to happen in my future, but. Just the fact, like main points, like oh, you're gonna be successful in life, and this is what I kind of see from you, like your aura and all that. And that was one of the coolest interviews that I've ever had, just because it was so surreal to hear. But she was so certain and so clear about it. She did like not even disregard any of it, and there I was like, are. wow. And <laughs> <laughs> and she was on Michelle Kors show too, and that's kind of how we got connected because okay, Michelle sure. Kors has yeah, been a yeah, great yeah. little. Um, contact for me and mentor and yeah she just came on my show and told me all about it and i was like well then i didn't even <laughs> know this i yeah i love it yeah. i think her name was elise but i could be wrong just disregard It'll that or hey if you want to challenge yourself you can go into the archives of That's my right. show and try to find it i promise i think it's in like the first year i was here Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds about right. But yeah, that was the most interesting.
2: You've been involved with Michelle for that many years.
1: Yes, she's known me since I was 12 years old. Oh my goodness. I know. That's why she's like, wow, you've really grown up. Yes. (laughs) And she calls me her mini-me, and people on Facebook were starting to comment, well, she's not so mini anymore. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm dollar now. (laughs) Like, okay, cool. (laughs) So that's very nice. But Bruce, going back to your jobs and everything, because we're kind of just like having chats and everything, and I'm kind of curious to know this too. um, What was your very first job? You know, being somebody who's looking for – a possible job in the future or even just that's what teenagers go through, um, people in life go through is they just have to find their first job, sure. start working somehow. What was your first job?
2: Um, well, I grew up on a farm. Ah, so, I see. Um, and I was part of the farming operation all the way through, well, from the time, you know, early, mm-hmm. early teens, I was driving, early teens, I was driving, Cars and trucks and tractors and Mm. and helping with the animals and all of the rest of it. But my first paid job was with the government of Canada as a farm worker, farm laborer at a research facility. Ah. And uh, spent the entire summer uh, baling hay. Hmm. Uh, and getting paid way too much money for doing it, too, by the way, because it was a government job. Oh, well,
1: that's very nice then, right? Yeah,
2: there, and there were a few of those uh, around, and I just happened to land one of them. But that's, that was the first paying job.
1: Well, that's very cool.
2: I had A fever, too, so I okay. sneezed through the entire summer. Oh, my
1: goodness. Can you imagine me with allergies?
2: It's you. And
1: yeah, just with hay farm. Oh, my gosh. I did that the other day. Okay, off topic, but we can expect that from me because that's just what I do. And people love stories, and I sure. love stories. No, but I was sitting in class the other day, and for some weird reason, my allergies just started to kick in. And you know when you get that little like tickle in your throat, mm. and you're like, oh, but I don't want to cough because everybody's being quiet right now. And I don't want to disrupt class, and I hate being that one girl in the back that's like hiccuping her head off because I've done that before during a <laughs> test, like yeah, standard standardized tests and stuff like the AIMS. I'm like, I'm like,
2: oh that's, God. <laughs> <laughs> for, for for the rest of the crowd, that's very disconcerting and very. Um,
1: it's kind of funny to them.
2: Oh, it's well, it's funny to them, yeah. but it, but. It, kind of destroys the f- focus, too. Though.
1: Yeah, but I was kind of coughing, and I was like, <clears throat> and then I couldn't, like, help it, so I started coughing <laughs> louder. And then after that, like, one thing happens is, like, my eyes start to water. And mm-hmm. if it's really bad, like, I cry out of one eye. Like, it just, like, there's just tears out of one yep. eye, and it's like, I, I what is one. happening? Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So if I was in a hayfield, I'd probably be, like, sobbing because, like, oh. All of that is just too much. And sneezing, oh gosh. Oh yeah. And itchy noses. I'm yeah, just like
2: yeah. nope, <laughs> understand that one.
1: Yeah. But that's pretty cool, Bruce. Hay farming. Yep. I didn't really know that. I see see I learn new things about you every time. Every time.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, there's probably a few things you don't know yet, but
1: Yeah. Like I know you like Cheetos though.
2: I do like Cheetos. Yes. I've only had two packages today.
1: Only two packages yep. today. They make good money <laughs> on <laughs> Cheeto sales.
2: Yep, yep. You got to keep their Cheetos uh, stocked up. Stocked up for mm-hmm. for the weekends here in the studio.
1: Mm-hmm. Very much so, just for you. Yep, just for you. But Bruce, what has been the most interesting thing that you've been able to do with the network? I know that you've been involved, like you said, in many facets of the organization, from being a producer to kind of um, leading us kids and um, being that point person for any questions, schedule problems, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. and you've been able to go to sporting events, and you've been able to be, like, literally, like, left, right, like, everything, so what would you say?
2: I think, I think the most interesting things are, are actually, okay, the first most interesting thing Mm -hmm. is simply meeting all of the kids. This last week, I returned from a, I call it a field trip, I went out to, uh, (laughs) <laughs> New Orleans to meet um, uh, Kid Chef Eliana, mm-hmm. and uh, I met um, um, Victoria Lopez in, in Houston, and we did some training things, and the, 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 the most interesting part, was that the question, the most interesting part of the job? Yeah, the most yeah.
1: interesting part about being with Kidstar.
2: Yeah, is simply meeting the people. Uh, I, I um, it's one of the things that I've always enjoyed, and I think that's that plays back to the experience thing. Uh, I enjoy meeting people and hearing their stories.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the, the the second thing on that list is uh, are things that are actually um, uh, coming into the future. The uh, the people and the organizations that are wanting to become. Uh, partner, wanting to partner with the with the Kidstar organization, those conversations and negotiations are um, positively fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you consider the number of people and the um, and, uh, that uh, and and the different organizations that where where we've got a sy- synergy, if you will. Uh, mm. That's a couple of things that I can think of.
1: I think that's very cool, though. It's very true. Yeah, very
2: true. And and my challenge always in in those conversations and in those visits and the field trips is that uh, Kidstar is for kids by kids, mm-hmm. and um,
4: yes.
2: <laughs> the, the the challenge uh, challenge maybe is not the right word, but mm-hmm. uh, at every level of the organization, we want uh, the the goal, the desire, is to have uh, the kids involved. Um, in the conversations with the NFL. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine as a 15-year-old or 16-year-old going into a a meeting with um, uh, NFL people or Major League Baseball folk? It's
1: an amazing Uh, opportunity.
2: It's a tremendous opportunity.
1: Mm -hmm. That's awesome, Bruce. I really like it. All right, well... We'll go ahead and talk more with Bruce, but we actually have to take a break. I know it's sad, but don't worry. We'll be back soon. So keep
0: it right here. You're listening to The Fang Game. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel.
5: Prepare for a journey of epic proportions every week. This journey is a journey of life. It's all about real people, real stories, and real life. Everybody's journey is unique, and we'll focus on books, movies, and interviews with amazing people that hopefully will inspire you to impact the world and others around you. Tune in for the journey. It's going to be a great ride. Join your hosts every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids Channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up, World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams, move forward, make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids.
0: We didn't invent kid talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids.
5: It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids Channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage.
0: You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to The Fame Game. Maddie Rose here with Ruth Still.
1: So we were just talking about a variety of things, really. I want to say that the last thing that we kind of ended on was the great opportunity um, in correlation to the the question that I asked. What was the most interesting part about being about Kidstar and what is the interesting part? Because we're still all here working and loving it. Mm-hmm. And you kind of said that it's... Not only the opportunities that we're going to have, but it's seeing everybody kind of mold into what they can do and what they are going to do.
2: That's a, that's a that's a good point because and, and kind of relates to some of the other things that I've done.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, uh, back in the early eighties, I think maybe it was. I wasn't
1: born yet. But just kidding.
3: <laughs> I uh, like you, 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 weren't,
2: <laughs> you weren't. Yeah, you weren't here yet. But I was working with a group of folks that were uh, trying to put together an artist's colony.
5: Oh, cool! Uh,
2: a, a place where folks could come to to spend a month and just practice their. Uh, um their their art their craft whatever it was they did or finish the novel or or uh, finish their thesis or um and 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 part of of that was just a supportive community where um uh, we provide the opportunity I mm-hmm. suppose and then let's come back to the Kid Star thing. I got to tell you about that one too. Yes. But coming mm-hmm. back to the Kid Star thing, we um, uh, what the organization works very hard to do is provide opportunity mm-hmm. um, to provide the the necessary support uh, for the kids to do whatever it is that's driving them. Mm-hmm. I, and I suppose that's one of the things that. Um, um, that drives me too is because that kind of fits in with with, with things that I've done in the past. Uh, there was a grand old building that we were looking at for this artist's colony. It was, a, it was an old nunnery. Oh. Uh, huge, huge building. I mean a single building but it was, there was a school in there or there had mm-hmm. been a school in there and residences on the second and third floor and an absolutely beautiful chapel uh, on the uh, third or the fourth floor. There's no elevator. You walk up and down. Good exercise. Oh,
1: that is you. true. I would do that. I would run up and down.
2: And and in the chapel, there was this, uh, the smallest pipe organ I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. But it's such a beautiful little instrument. Oh. Uh, and we could have had the place for a song.
1: Wow. That's Speaking very-
2: of pipe organs. But. Yeah.
1: That's very cool, though.
2: Oh, it was hugely cool. Cu- cool. Cu- 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 Cool. Cool.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bruce.
2: Rented lips today.
1: Yes. <laughs> and speaking of, and I want to go and touch back on what you said about being able to travel. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to make it very clear to my listeners that, Bruce, you, in fact, have great flight benefits. Oh, I do. So when he says that he travels the world... He means he travels the world. <laughs> when I say I travel the world, it just might mean that I'm in Vegas and I'm going from Paris to wherever else, the tropics, to, yeah, all that all that great stuff. Uh,
2: we, sh- <laughs> we should maybe explain that when I retired from uh, exactly financial services, Perfect. I was looking for something to do mm-hmm. and uh, decided to go and work for a major airline here in the Phoenix mm-hmm. area. And my plan was to stay... For about six months, mm-hmm. uh, whilst I figured out what the next thing was going to be. And as it turned out, I stayed with them for six years.
0: Perfect. And uh, <laughs>
2: and retired with full full flight benefits. There again, um, the most fascinating part of that job was simply meeting people. Yeah. And what better place to meet people from all over the world than at an airport?
1: Yeah, it's very true. You can meet some very interesting People and oh, you said that you've had some interesting
2: int- and curious people. yes. Yeah,
1: very much so. And you said that you've had some interesting experiences. Oh, I know that you've absolutely. been telling me about at the airport, like finding that little hard drive or disk. Oh or yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. We're not going to talk about that one out loud.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You've,
2: no, it's it. it interesting it, stories. Interesting stories. The, uh, uh, but again, it's a matter of my um, objective in mm-hmm. in that work. Was to be as supportive as I could uh, for the folks who were uh, who were traveling, and and uh, most most folks, you know, don't spend a whole lot of time traveling. Mm-hmm. So it's a foreign experience. It's like going to a different country sometimes. Very much so. And um, th- my objective in in that community was to uh, uh, to help folks navigate um that that experience you lost your luggage you lost your your you missed your flight Mm -hmm. Uh, you need to get from here to there um it's a it's a problem solving uh job
1: (laughs) oh yes most definitely
2: and uh, i've met some very famous people and and uh but they're just people it's true and um and their lost luggage is just as important as the next guy's, you know?
1: Yes, very much so. I know how that feels, too. Um, Another tangent, just because I can relate to this. Speaking of, like, lost luggage and, like, almost being late for a flight, oh, Mm -hmm. my God, why? It just happens. People are people. We all make mistakes, and we all run late. Yes, we do. Um, No, but we were, (laughs) me and my mom, we were supposed to head off to nationals. We did end up going. Let me clarify. We went, and we got there safely. Yeah. With the lack of struggle, mm, there was a little struggle in there just because of like what happened, but I'll get into that. But Bruce, speaking of what you said, like being late to a flight, well, we almost made it and they were about to close the doors and we were like, no, do. wait, <laughs> wait, don't do it. They were like, well, you were supposed to be in there. I'm like, I have my ticket right here. We are getting on this plane and we are going. I am not leaving until I'm on this plane. It was the most stressful thing of life because when everybody is on and you're supposed to have like your, what? what's the boarding? The
2: little boarding card Yeah. Thing like the little
1: boarding card and they're like oh I want everybody from boarding A to come on the plane now and then it's like oh well obviously we missed that everybody's on the plane and it's so difficult because we have like a billion bags a billion bags and I'm like Hidden people on the way in, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, and doing that. I, I
2: need to teach you how to travel, is what I need to do.
1: Well, you see. mean light packing?
2: Well, pack a there little is bit lighter. No
1: light packing. But now
2: let me tell you a st- <gasps> let me let okay. me tell you an airport story. Okay, perfect. And, and missing planes and and those and, and those sorts of things. Oh, now, Your your, your platform when in in your pageants relates to to the military. right?
1: Yes, it has been.
2: And. Um, one of the one of the things that uh, that a lot of the airlines do very well is take care of the military. Mm-hmm, they do. And I remember working a flight one night. I was waiting for an inbound flight flight from San Francisco, because there was a kid that flew in from um, Japan, mm-hmm. uh, and the flight was running a little bit late, and mm. and he had to get on my flight. To go someplace in the Midwest. I see. Uh, because his wife was in labor. Oh, geez. And if he had missed his flight, uh, it would have been like maybe the next day he would have got out.
1: Oh no. <laughs>
2: would you believe that they held that plane for twenty minutes for him?
1: Oh my gosh.
2: And he was the only. And I got onto the plane and I explained to the passengers on the plane why we weren't leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and, and it was okay with the captain. It was okay with, with all of the, I mean, it, the, the whole thing was, uh, was very well orchestrated.
1: Oh, I and, like that.
2: And when this kid, uh, and he was a kid, he was very, very young and mm-hmm. had been traveling from Japan and was like, uh, somebody had hit him with a great big pillow. He was kind of <laughs> out of it. But when, when, uh, and i <clears throat> Uh, when he when he got onto the plane, the passengers just broke into a full applause Aww. Uh, and he uh, there was one of the first class passengers gave up the, his the seat for him and and uh, he flew uh, first class to I don't know if it was Milwaukee or St. Hmm. Louis or someplace out there.
1: Oh, I love stories like that. they're um, so heartwarming <laughs> and
2: it, it was a great experience
1: mm-hmm.
2: I get I get a little bit choked up. You know, every time I think about that one,
1: I can tell because you make little sounds in between <laughs> to stop yourself. It's just like when I have random pauses and sentences, not all the time, but sometimes Yeah, and then it's like random pause and then people look at me and I'm like, look away. <laughs> but yeah, that's very cool, Bruce. I like that a lot. And the fact that you've been able to um, not only travel the world, but like you said, mm-hmm. when it all is said and done with whatever job that you have done, because you've done Quite a few several jobs. I am so intrigued by every time you tell me like left and right what you've done and I'm like, Really, Bruce? Really? You've done that too? (laughs) And then I'm like, Hey Bruce, have you done this job? Yeah. Well, go figure, (laughs) you know. Yeah. And so um it's connecting with people. And that's really
2: the best. I was a farrier for a while too. A what? A farrier. A farrier. You don't know what a farrier is? No we'll tell you after the break
1: okay sounds good all right with that said let's go ahead and do that right now keep it right here you're listening to the thing what's
0: cooking join kid chef eliana for cool kids cook
1: Kids Safe, Mother Approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
5: Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom tune in to bookworm airing thursdays at 3 p.m pacific time and 6 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel we promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book
0: you're tuned in to maddie rose and the fame game on the voice america kids channel now let's get back to our show welcome back everybody to the fame game
1: i'm maddie rose here with bruce still i know it's Time's really fast. This is our last segment, and we have kind of what I'm going to do. I was telling Bruce this is the first time that I've ever done this with a guest. It's going to be kind of like a random spitfire of questions. Just like get to know your guest a little bit more, and I'll throw in my answers in there too, just in case you're curious. But Bruce, you were telling me, um, as promised, we were going to tell them, what is a farrier? I'm curious. I don't really know what it is. I think people want to know.
2: A person who, who, it's a, a person who uh, trims... Horse feet.
1: Oh, I didn't expect that. What did you think? Um, Ferrets? No. Well, you said <laughs> farrier, and I thought of fairy, so I'm like, is this going to be weird, or is it going <laughs> to be like logical, or okay, I didn't even know that, though. Yeah, we,
2: when, when I grew up, as I was growing up on the farm, we raised quarter horses, so uh, mm-hmm. we had to take care of their grooming, and, and that was part of it.
1: Oh, very cool. I like that. Okay, well, now with the random questions, as promised too. What's your favorite color? Blue, pink. Okay, um, food.
2: Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Favorite. I'll have a different food. one
1: with. Food is different than dessert.
2: Fruit is different than dessert. Yes. Um. If I'm going to go out for a meal, I'll usually go out for a good chicken Caesar salad.
1: Ah. I really like that but too. But I like
2: steaks. I like Mexican food. I like We're Italian food. we not picky food. with, with some Food is not picky.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I like buffalo wings and pizza is always buffalo good. Buffalo wings are good too. Buffalo wings are my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. And dessert then.
2: Dessert then? I'm not a big dessert person. Oh
1: my gosh, Bruce.
2: No, oh, seriously. It so good though. <laughs> um, my uh, my wife you made a wonderful uh, strawberry rhubarb pie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, that. that that was a great dessert. I mean okay, just so full of sugar, but yeah. I'm not a big dessert person.
1: Okay. I like bazookies.
2: What's a bazookie?
1: A pazuki? You've never heard of this? I've
2: heard of it, but I can't remember what it is. It's
1: a pizza cookie, Pazookie. Okay. And they put two big giant globs of vanilla bean ice cream on top of your bazookie. Flavor of choice, which I always do traditional chocolate chip, and it's uh, to die for because they half-bake it. So it's like eating cooked cookie dough, but not thoroughly. (laughs) So good. It melts in your mouth. I'm going to get one soon. (laughs) But yes. Okay. Um, Favorite movie?
2: Oh, and I've got so many of those, (laughs) too. Uh, Going back to um, Gone with the Wind, Apocalypse Now, Deer Hunter, Kind of dark, dark, dark movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, gone with the Wind wasn't. But uh, then on the, uh, my favorite genre is, the, is more the comedy.
1: Oh, very cool.
2: Um, because I think everybody should laugh. So Yes. Again, broad spectrum.
1: Cool. And mine, I'd have to say Pitch Perfect or Burlesque. Burlesque was good. I loved Burlesque with Christina Aguilera. I've watched her since I was younger, listened to all of her music, and I was Mm -hmm. just, I was sold. That was good. It was a good movie. Yes, very much so. Favorite TV show since we're on that topic?
2: Um, Right now I'm watching uh, Big Bang Theory.
1: Oh really? I never expected you to watch that show. I oh, don't know yeah. why I've, I haven't really watched it, but
2: and I've and I've watched uh, on the Netflix from right from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I think it's Netflix. I get it on. Uh, shout out to ne- Netflix. Mm. Maybe they never mind.
1: <laughs> I know what you're going with. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, there is no box. Exactly, <laughs> and and I and I watch a lot of uh, HBO uh, made for TV. Yes. Uh, Series. Mm. And I've really, uh, Martin Scorsese is one of my favorites.
0: Very
1: cool. Um,
2: Who else can I think of? Uh, I've watched Six Feet Under, Entourage. Mm -hmm. They have quite Uh, a few favorites. Oh, yeah. Shield. Mm -hmm. Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Which I didn't think would be my kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but hey. But hey. It works. It does. Yes. And I guess my favorite TV show would be The Voice. I've always said that on here. I am just a hardcore watcher, especially since it's on right now. I'm like, yeah, that (laughs) team is my team.
2: (laughs) A lot of tearjerkers on that one.
1: Yes, I get so into it, and their stories are intense and amazing. And it's just, oh. And I have to say really quickly that the new judges are impressing me this year. They are so impressing me. They're just so great. And I think the whole group is just... It's exactly what the season needed. So, anyways, next question. Okay. Um, next question is, what is the craziest or most interesting thing that you've ever done?
2: Craziest or most interesting thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: One day I was wandering around a castle in Germany. Oh. Okay. Okay. And you know those little tourity things on the corners? Yes, I believe so. Round and round the the, the stairs? Spiral. Yeah. Yes. Um, I got myself into one of those spiral, went up to the top of the stairs, and the door was locked. So I started back down again. All of a sudden I heard this big wooden door slam shut. Uh Uh-oh. And it got really dark in there.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
2: Uh, went ba- running down to the bottom we're running in the dark, bang, 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 let me out, let me out, bang, 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 bang. Oh my gosh, It was the most scary moment anyway.
1: okay, I'll take that. That's <laughs> actually a good one. I was like, you're wandering around in a castle, okay, okay, with my answer, um, it's kind of a two-parter just but really quickly though, so the craziest thing that I've ever done um, probably was this earlier this summer, I picked up my dog at customer service, uh, my dog Chico. He is a chihuahua. Um, we have a gate, as everybody usually does. And I don't know why, but apparently he dug a hole or something. He was trying to find his way out. And he went all the way to Walmart because we live very close. And I got a call from this one lady saying, like, I needed to pick up my dog. I wasn't awake at the time until my grandma noticed that, hey, um, your dog's not here anymore. And then we got a call from Walmart saying that he was at customer service. We drove to customer service and...
5: Little Silly did I know, puppy.
1: he was in Walmart, and he was running around <laughs> in Walmart, and then they put him in a kennel, and I picked him up at customer service, and I was the proud owner of Chico, who ran to Walmart yeah. at 4 a.m. At
2: 4 a.m. <laughs> yes, I
1: was still in my PJs. It was a very um, interesting moment, and the person that happened to rescue my dog was um, part of an organization that does do that.
2: Oh, so and, she knew it, exactly what to do.
1: Yes, but that picture is probably luring around somewhere on the internet because she's like, can I take a picture of you and your dog? I'm like, sure. It's only like 5 o'clock in the morning and I look terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. But sure. But thank you so much. Yeah, I was so grateful for that. But yeah, it was kind of interesting in that sense. And then the most interesting thing that I've ever done is when I tried out for X Factor at 13 years old. Mm-hmm. That was just crazy. Thousands of people. Like, oh, i was shorter than too. <laughs> yeah. But yes. A-
2: applying for jobs is always a, an interesting adventure too. Yes. Uh, traveling is all. I remember uh, traveling.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I know we're out of time. Ah. One quick story. Yes, please do. Uh, I, I, I was staying. Uh, you know what a billet, uh, being billeted in somebody else's house when you're traveling? I was traveling with a high school band at the time. Ah. And the folks in the community uh, were going to put us up in their homes. Good experience, meet people, blah, blah, sure. blah. And this was in the middle of nowhere, England. Oh, okay. And uh, this woman was taking us on a tour of the house, and she opened these two doors, and she said, this is the ballroom. We don't use it very much.
1: (gasps) Oh, my gosh. You're like, well, it's all said and done. Yeah. Interesting. I I love these stories. Well, hopefully you enjoyed that little last segment of random. um, Randoms. Randoms. But, hey, they're all good questions. I think so. They give us insight to our lives. I think so. We'll end it with that. Okie dokie. And with that being said, you're probably wondering, hey, new song of the week. Answer is yes, as always. Um, this week's song of the week is going to be one of my favorite songs recently. I just really love the meaning that it has. It's I listen to it i don't mind it at all. It's very cute. It's called Try by Colby Calais. So here
3: it is. Do they like you? Get your sexy on, don't be shy, girl. Take it off. This is what you want to belong. So they like you. Do you like you? You don't have to try so hard. You don't have to give it up have to get up, get up, get up, get up. You don't have to change a single thing. You don't have to try, 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 try. You don't have to try, 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 try. You don't have to try, 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 try. You don't have to try. You don't have to try. so hard you don't
1: Thank you so much for listening to The Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by Kidstar on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'll see you next week.
0: Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show.
5: from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The kids are Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil, Brewer, and Friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three
4: kids in the car on a Monday morning. Each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done and had enough. And the sister's sitting in the front seat. Who at this part of the song you need to realize is about three months away from getting her driver's license. She's thinking to herself I can't believe that I'm still riding with them I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends And if by chance I fail the driver's exam Then I am running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And I can't say nothing because they've all been scored. sitting behind her, who at this point of the song you need to realize is about five years younger than she is, but he's still about two years older than his little brother sitting next to him. He glares down at his little brother and he's thinking to himself, I can't wait till our sister's finally gone, then I'll sit up front cause that's where I belong, and I'll be rid of you, you miserable worm, why don't you just run away? Three kids in a car on the Monday morning. Each one wishing that the others weren't born They can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done bad enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song You need to realize is a whole lot smarter Than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back in Because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the mother who's been driving all this time, she's thinking to herself, things that I'd better not say. So we'll just pretend that she's thinking.